I'm Bob Cudmore with the story behind the story on my Daily Gazette column about the Daiquiris, an Amsterdam rock band of the 1960s. The story behind this story goes way back and starts with the picture uh, that we're displaying online that uh, shows the Daiquiris in downtown Amsterdam. I was working at one of Amsterdam's radio stations. In fact, it was the WCSS. And this is in the early 2000s. And I was walking through their offices, and somebody who had gone, you know, and left, and that happens a lot in radio, had, there was an empty desk, or, you know, no occupant to the desk. But there was this picture of this rock and roll band. And, well, make a long story shorter, somehow I got that picture. And uh, that's became the the basis of my first column on it, and uh, I thought it was time to do an update. I knew the man that I lead the column with. I went to high school with him. I knew him rather well. He's in my class and so forth. And here goes the column. Salvatore Perillo, that's the man that I knew, has now retired as general counsel, which means the top lawyer, for Mohawk Industries in Georgia, a floor-covering firm descended from one of Amsterdam, New York's carpet mills. When Perillo was a high school senior in 1963, and Mohawk was still weaving carpets in Amsterdam, his nickname was Sam the Sham, and he played saxophone with the Daiquiris, a rock and roll band named for a mixed drink. I didn't put that in the story. Maybe I should have. Perillo's nickname you know, Sam the Sham, came from a group of the day called Sam the Sham and the Pharaohs who produced one blockbuster hit, Wooly Bully. First organized as the Valiant Four, the Amsterdam band featured Perillo, Bob Albright on drums, guitarist Bob Dietrich, and the band leader, Norb Sherbunt. At the time the band started in the early 60s, he was a Syracuse University student. Uh, Sherbunt also played guitar. Well, Dietrich left for the military, and a man named Ed Emmerich joined the band, which they renamed the Daiquiris. Bill Vroman joined the band, making it a five-piece group. In 1964, he was a horn and keyboard player. They were quite popular in the area, playing covers of James Brown and other soul and rock music, the Dax, as they were called, played at night spots such as Russo's, which is still a restaurant and bar on West Main Street in Amsterdam, and the Glove Inn in Gloversville. Sherbunt really put the band together, said Perillo. He had the ideas. And two of Sherbunt's ideas were a dress code and publicity pictures. Band members visited proprietor Paul Gutenberg at one of... Amsterdam's leading men's stores, or probably the leading men's store, called Mortans. In 1963, the band went to Mortans and bought dark pants and light blue sport coats. Wearing this sharp attire, the band went to Paul Masto's photography studio on East Main Street. You know, and how do they afford this? I'm not really sure, but didn't put this in the column, but I think Sherbunt, uh, Sherbunt came from a fairly well-off family. I think his dad was in, a, you know, higher up in a Mohawk Carpets or Mohasco, it could have been called at the time. But anyway, they spent a little money on uh, publicizing the band. 
And after Paul Masto took some standard shots in his studio, he suggested that they do a shot outside. Masto stopped traffic on East Main Street and took a picture of the band in the middle of what was then a bustling downtown. The buildings in the foreground of the picture still exist, but the structures in the background were demolished in the 1970s for a downtown mall. The band spent the summer of 1965 at the Glen Lake Casino near Lake George and played clubs in Albany. They were popular at college fraternity parties at Union, Rensselaer, Syracuse, even traveling to Penn State. The Dacqueries broke up in the late 1960s, mainly because Norb Sherbunt was having difficulty balancing the demands of the band and his studies at Albany Law School. Members of the Dacqueries pursued other careers after the band broke up, but most of them maintained an interest in music. Perillo worked first for the finance department of Mohasco in Amsterdam. Carpet production already had moved south, and when the company moved the corporate offices to Georgia in the 1980s, Perillo followed. He went to law school while on the job and became general counsel, I believe that means top attorney, of the firm. He has played with bands in Georgia. Ed Emmerich later played in wedding and banquet bands while working at Schenectady General Electric, including a stint as manager of the employee store. Bob, Bubba Boy Albright, was the youngest member of the Dacqueries, recruited in 1963 when he was a high school sophomore. Albright's previous experience was as a drummer in polka bands, but he learned quickly how to be a good rock drummer. He continued playing the drums in blues and rock bands while pursuing a career as a graphic artist, and Albright owns Rickmar Design and Print on Edson Street in Amsterdam. Bill Vroman, who joined the band after the 1963 picture, became a hospital administrator in Florida. Band leader Norbert Sherbunt practiced law in Amsterdam for over 40 years. He was president of a charitable trust, the David Wasserman Foundation, uh, which was funded uh, by mill owners in Amsterdam, people who made brooms. Um, So Sherbunt as president of the David Wasserman Foundation, helped numerous community organizations. And he was generous himself, an animal lover. He personally provided a great deal of support to the Montgomery County SPCA and other charities. He continued to have his interest in music. He did the sound and lights for his son's alternative band some years ago, a band called Tunnel. But Norbert Sherbunt died from pancreatic cancer back in 2012. And that's the story behind the story, the Dacqueries, uh, the Dax, as they were called, uh, an Amsterdam rock band of the 1960s.